there and welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Eyre, founder of whensmytime.com and I aim to be your boss's worst nightmare. It's Friday 5th of August 2016 and I think probably the um, excitement is starting to mount now in Brazil because in Rio later today it's the opening ceremony of the 2016 Olympics and um, despite what I said yesterday about the, there being a lack of excitement I can, I can feel the, the excitement brewing within me because the Olympics is uh, is such a special time isn't it it's a, it's such a time of positivity I mean put aside all the drug scandals and all that sort of stuff and it is a shame but don't let that get in the way of the, the stronger message that just for a couple of weeks just for a couple of weeks the world puts its hate and enmity aside and it comes together in a celebration of all that's good. Whether you're a sports fan or not, you have to appreciate the, the effort, the dedication, the continued focus of these talented young people who devote so much of their time. They set their lives aside for the pursuit of that goal, for the pursuit maybe of those that are less ambitious of getting to the Olympics representing their country. There can be no finer feeling, and it's one that's denied to most of us, but there can be no finer feeling, surely, than pulling on the the jersey, the, the sweater, the running top of your own country to represent your country. I'm not being nationalistic. I'm not being jingoistic. It's just the pride that knowing that, hey, right now, I deserve to be here because I'm the best in my country at whatever it is I've chosen to do. And the thought that my country has entrusted me with this task and I'm not going to let it down. That sense of achievement in itself has to be worth having. But then to be able to do it on a global stage at the biggest event, the Olympics, comes around every four years. So even fewer people get to do that. And that must be a memory that stays with these these young people for the rest of their lives. So let me just start off by saying to all the athletes out there, all the participants, all the people who are giving their time to administer the sports, all the people who are taking their time to be judges in the sports, all the thousands of volunteers that it takes to put on an event like this, let's hope that this next two weeks goes down in memory as being the greatest weeks of your lives. And just whatever you do, live in that moment. Grab that up with everything that you can muster because you don't know when you're going to get that chance again. And for a lot of you, you won't get that chance again. It's your shot. It's your shot at glory. Take it. Now, when we're talking about living in the moment, this weekend, it's it's a bit of a sad anniversary for me because Sunday, Sunday the 7th, will be my father's birthday. And had he lived, he would have been 86 on Sunday. But it's also the anniversary of the last time that I saw him alive. Well, that's not strictly true. The last time I saw him was a few months later in a coma. But the last time I saw him alive and was able to enjoy company, we drove up there on his birthday. We didn't get to see mum and dad as often as we should. And if I'm being brutally honest, we probably didn't get to see them as often as we could. It was a fairly long journey by UK standards, close to a couple of hundred miles. That might not seem much, but the journey time could vary anything depending on traffic, because uh, if you're familiar with traffic in the UK and if you're familiar particularly with the M25, which is the, the, the motorway that runs around the outside of London, we had to travel by that and then up the, the what's called the M1, which is another motorway that runs sort of north to south. 
That was our journey home. We had to drive up from Sussex uh, near the south coast in the UK, around London, and then up the M1. And that journey time could take anything from three hours on a good day to, I think the worst it took us was seven and a half hours. And when you're only travelling a couple of hundred miles, seven and a half hours can seem quite tedious. But uh, we probably didn't see mum and dad anywhere near as much as we could, and we certainly didn't see them as much as we should. Look, this is all about, sort of ties in with what I was saying about the Olympics. It's about seizing that moment. When you're with somebody you love, when you're with somebody you care for, be with them. Be with them in the moment. Because you don't know when you're going to get that opportunity again. We had a great weekend with my dad. I must admit I don't remember all the details because I wasn't with him in the moment. Had I known, this has literally just hit me, had I known that that was the last weekend I was going to spend with him, do you think I'd have behaved differently? Of course I would, wouldn't I? I'd have soaked in every moment. Every second would be etched in my mind. But I didn't know. But let's flip that on its head. I didn't know that it wasn't going to be the last time ever. So why wouldn't I, just just to be on the safe side, why wouldn't I have lived every moment with him? And it's even more difficult now, isn't it? I mean, that was 17 years ago this weekend. It's even more difficult now, isn't it? Because there are so many things vying for our attention now that just weren't around that back then. Okay, a few of us had the internet in its infancy, the, the, the World Wide Web. A few of us were online, but we didn't carry it around in our pocket. We probably had a mobile phone, but the most advanced it probably was was to receive a text, probably every two or three days. But now we're constantly connected, aren't we? And I have to stick my hand up here. I can't remember the last time I sat down to watch a movie that I really wanted to watch, sat down, fired up Netflix and left my phone in my pocket and didn't check it throughout the whole 90 minutes, two hours. I can't remember the last time that happened. Because, like most people, we're now addicted to this connection to the online world. But maybe we should look up and see that the real world is a lot more exciting. The real world is a lot more fulfilling. The real world, after all, is where our friends and loved ones and we all live. So maybe we should spend more time there. And that would help us to live in that moment more, to soak up that time with our friends, with our families, with our loved ones. Because, boy, do I wish I had been more focused on that last weekend with my dad. Because that memory would have been burned far stronger into my memory than the memory of him lying on his own in a hospital room when we arrived, because they'd moved him into this room on his own, because they knew that within a matter of minutes he'd slip away. That day he'd had a brain hemorrhage. I was in work. In fact, it was the Friday before Christmas. I just had some drinks with colleagues locally. I wasn't drinking, but um, I'd just gone for a drink with some colleagues locally. I wasn't drinking because I was driving. And I got back to the office and there was a call from Carol. And she said, you need to come home quick because we've just had a call from your mum and your dad's in hospital. So I shot off, picked up Carol and the boys and we drove up the motorway. And as we were coming off the uh, the junction of the, the M1, the nearest home, 
oddly enough, my sister and her husband pulled up in the car beside us at the same junction. They we sort of arrived literally together. They came, were coming from uh, another part of the south coast, so it's quite remarkable that we converged at, at literally at the same traffic lights where cars were adjacent to one another. And these are memories that are flooding back now that are far stronger. These sad memories are far stronger. We arrived at the hospital and I couldn't believe that I had to pay for parking, so I had to scrabble around for money. I sent Carol and the kids in um, while I was scrabbling around looking for parking space and trying to find money to pay in the machine. I did that, and and my brother-in-law Ian was the same. He was sort of scrabbling around for, looking for coins because we we literally dropped everything and, and run. And we went to the reception desk, asked where my dad was, and the reception desk thankfully knew that he'd been moved into this room. Carol and the boys had been sent to the ward he had been on. They'd arrived in there a couple of minutes before us, and my sister and her boys. They'd all gone to the ward he had been on. And there they met my mother, who was following him out of the ward. But I went direct to the room he was in. And I was able to spend a few moments with his, well, still breathing body. And sadly, that was all that was there then. Sorry, this is awfully morbid. But the point that I'm making is that that memory, that memory is etched far larger in my mind than any memory of the weekend of his birthday, which was when we saw him the last time and had a good time with him. I can't actually remember what we did. And that's a huge regret for me. So my message is, and it's a message I've learned from Jim Ryan, and I'm afraid I'm going to mangle the quote. I should have looked up the quote before. I wasn't aware I was going to go down this tangent. The quote is along the lines of, give the person you're with, or the thing that you're doing, the gift of your full attention. And you won't be just giving that gift. You'll be benefiting from that gift yourself because you will get so much more, so much more out of your relationship if you give them your full attention. And I, for one, I'm going to switch my phone off more and pay attention to the person that I'm with and the thing that I'm doing so much more. Are you prepared to join me in that? Because I think we could could have something here. I think we could be on to something here. I think we could live far more fulfilling lives if we did that. If simply, maybe in the evening, for an hour. Let's start with that. For an hour in the evening, we switch off our phone. We don't look at it. We just spend time with the people that we love. Head over to iTunes. Leave me a review. Tell me what you think about that. You can email me if you prefer, if you want to keep it more personal. You can email me, Aussie at whensmytime.com. Or you can always hit me up on Twitter, at Aussie Air. And one thing that I keep forgetting to tell you, you can. there's also a Facebook page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash when's my time. Simple as that. Leave me a message. Tell me whether this resonated with you. Tell me your stories about when you wish you had been more present in the moment so that you'd have a stronger memory now of that moment. Tell me about that. Share your story. I'd love to hear from you. Look, if this has struck a chord with you, if it has resonated with you in any way, don't forget to tell your friends about it. But also head over to iTunes and subscribe. That way you won't miss out on any future podcasts. You can also leave me a review while you're there. Tell me what you like best about it. I'll be shutting down now over the weekend because A, uh, the good stuff, I'm going to be wallowing in the Olympics. Also, it's the start of the 
football season, or some people would call it soccer season, but those people are wrong. It's the football season here in the UK. Uh, it's the start of the football season here for, for my own team, which is Derby County. And don't, don't, please don't in the comments, pile in with anti-Derby comments. But uh, it's the football start of the football season here in the UK as well uh, for the championship sides. And it's also, of course, the Olympics. So I'm going to be wallowing in all of that. It's the end of the, it's the closing of the test match with England versus Pakistan. It's also my dad's birthday. So I'm going to be thinking about all of that. I'm going to try and be present in the moment for all of that. I don't know whether you're going to be listening to this today, tomorrow, in three weeks' time, in three years' time. But I hope this weekend, whether it's a day away or four or five days away, I hope it's going to be wonderful for you. And look, don't forget, all of this, all of this, everything I'm telling you is to help you shift your mindset so that one day, one day, every day is going to seem like a weekend. One day, you're going to be able to wake up in the morning and decide what you're going to do that day. Nobody, nobody else is going to tell you what you're going to do. So with that, I've rambled on way too long again. Forgive me for that. And thank you so much for sticking with me. If you're still listening to this, I really do appreciate it. I've been Ozier, founder of whensmytime.com. And I'm here to tell you, your time is now. <laughs>